In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the sixth Sunday of the Blessed Lent. We are approaching the great feast of the resurrection. And today the gospel was from uh, John chapter 9. It's the story about the man born blind. And today is the gospel of hope. Today is the gospel about hope because a man was born blind and then the Lord Jesus Christ gave him sight. And today, today what I'd like to do is meditate on a few cases of blindness in the Bible. Because as we'll discuss, we'll see that there's different kinds of blindness. And God used blindness in different circumstances too for a message. The first type of blindness that we encounter in the story today is a story or is a type of blindness called physical blindness. Physical blindness that occurs to righteous people. Physical blindness that occurs to righteous people. And the gospel begins by saying, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And the disciples, they were really curious about this case. So they asked the Lord, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And the Lord replied, you know the reply, he said, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. So here we see the reason of this man's blindness was that it would lead to God's glory. The reason for this man's blindness was that it would lead to God's glory. And this past Friday, I don't know if many of you attended, this past Friday, one of the, the prophecies in the Matins was the prophecy or the whole book of the story of Tobit. We read 14 chapters. It took a, a while, but we read 14 chapters of Tobit. And if you, were, if you were paying attention to that story, you realize that Tobit was an extremely, extremely righteous man. Extremely righteous. And hear what uh, Tobit said about himself. He said, All my life I've been honest, and I've tried to do what was right. I often gave money to help needy and the relatives. He also said, I was the only one in my family. At the time, everybody was living in Nineveh, away from Jerusalem. He said, I was the only one in my family who regularly went back to Jerusalem to celebrate the religious festivals. And he took care of his people whenever they were in need. If they were hungry, I shared my food with them. If they needed clothes, I gave them some of my own. Whenever I saw a dead body of one of the people that had been thrown outside the city wall, I gave it a decent burial. And if you know the story of Tobit, he got in trouble for burying the dead around. And then there was a feast. He had a feast in his own house and he heard about another person who had been murdered, a Jew, a fellow Jew who had been murdered. And he left his dinner and his feast to go to bury the dead. And then what's interesting is right after he did this wonderful, amazing work of charity, some unfortunate event happened and he became, he became blind. And he says, for four years, for four years I could see nothing. And he suffered for four years. And we know he suffered because if you look at one of his prayers, it was a very sad prayer, but it's some of the prayers that maybe sometimes we offer in our very like, distress, in our hardship. And thank God doesn't, God doesn't listen to these prayers. He said, Take my life away and free me from this world. Let my body return to the earth. I would be better off dead 
I am tormented by insults. I don't deserve and weighed down. I'm tormented by insults. I don't deserve and am weighed down with despair. Lord, give me a command that all my troubles to an end take me to eternal rest. You can imagine the pain and the suffering that Tobit felt. But make no mistake about it, through this difficult time, through this blindness, that the Lord heard the prayers of Tobit. And I'm going to skip most of the story, but it's a beautiful story. It's a love story, and there's very nice parts of it. Go home and read it. But I'll jump to the end where the archangel Raphael was sent to heal his blindness. And hear what uh, the archangel says to Tobit. He says, Tobit, when you prayed to the Lord, I was the one who brought your prayers into his glorious presence. So don't, like, God is always hearing our prayers, and the angels are lifting up our prayers to, to the throne before God. That's why the psalm of today, if you go to see the psalm, it says, Give ear to my supplication. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Then he goes on and says, after I said, the, after Archangel Raphael said, I was the one that took your prayers to heaven, he says, On the day you got up to the table without eating your meal in order to bury that corpse, God sent me to test you. God sent me to test you. But He also sent me to cure you four years later. He also sent me to cure you four years later. And then this is the, the key, the kicker here. He says, Praise God and tell everyone about the good things He has done for you so that they too will honor Him and sing His praises. Let everyone know what God has done. Let everyone know what God has done. Never stop praising Him. Never stop praising. I imagine that the blind man in the story of today, he also had the same message. That he was going to, anybody who came to him said, uh, hello, he would say, oh, you know, I was blind and the Lord made me see. Praise God. And that's why sometimes God gives us blindness for His glory because it changes us. We get to experience God in a different way. The next category of blindness that I want to discuss is also physical blindness, but it is sent because it's the consequence of sin or to set people on a new path. To set people on a new path. Maybe you're on a, the wrong path. God sends blindness, physical blindness, to change their way. Like, like Saul. Saul was on the way to murder Christians. And then on his way, the Lord gave him some blindness. And he, he was blind for three days. And I think God gave him this, this blindness to teach him a lesson. One commentary that I read, it said, Christ, in order to further the discovery of himself and his gospel to Saul, took him from the sight of other things. So he closed his eyes so he wouldn't see anything else that he may look to Jesus and Him only. So he was blind just for a time so that he would see Christ and that's it. And I think another lesson that he wanted to give St. Paul was that he wanted to prepare him for his, his future mission. Because, and I know this because at the end of St. Paul's life when he was uh, giving a testimony before King Agrippa, 
he says something very interesting. He gives the account of his conversion, but he adds a little more details. He says that the Lord said to him, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to open their eyes, to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among those who are sanctified by me in faith. It's as if God wanted him to experience full darkness. Full darkness so that he could understand how to open the eyes later as he went to preach. There's also another story about the same type that God sent blindness to for a person's salvation. During the ministry of St. Paul, there was a a sorcerer who was, uh, his name was Bar-Jesus, and he was confusing someone that St. Paul was trying to convert. So St. Paul looked at him and said, You son of the devil, you are the enemy of everything that is good. You are full of all kinds of evil tricks, and you always keep trying to turn the Lord's truths into lies. He says, The Lord's hand will come down upon you, and you will be blind, and you will not see the light for a time. And then it says that dark mist fell on his eyes for a time, for a time. God sometimes sends blindness for us to change our way, for us to change our way. This is, so the first case was sometimes even to righteous people, tough circumstances come. That's for the glory of God. This is now sometimes tough circumstances happen to us so that we can repent and change our way. The next group of people that I'm going to talk about, this is like a disaster. They have eyes to see, but really, they're blind. They have eyes to see, but they are blind. And this is the group that our Lord calls out in the Gospel today. And He calls out the Pharisees and He says, actually you guys are the blind ones, not this blind man. He says, For judgment I have come into the world, that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. And this is the most dangerous and most unfortunate type of blindness. This is the blindness where you can see the speck in someone else's eye, but you're too blind to see the plank in your own eye. That's a type of blindness. That's the blindness that the Pharisees had. That they would see the speck in other people's eyes and they couldn't see the planks in their own eyes. You know who else suffered from blindness in this story? The parents of the blind man. Very blind. Very blind people. We become blind when we suffer from something called social conformity. And they couldn't admit that this was their son. So they said, oh no, this isn't our son. And I think we do the same thing. We're blind when we want to fit in in cir certain circles or do certain appear cool in certain eyes. So we do things and we turn away from God so that we can have company with others. That's what the parents did in the story of today. That is blindness. That is blindness. To be blind in this sense is to not have a relationship with the Lord. And it, to be blind is to have a, a hard heart. A hard heart 
that's not receptive to the word of the Lord. To be blind is to not repent from our sins. To be blind is to not repent from our sins. I was reading in the book of Jeremiah a very beautiful story. It's not actually that beautiful. It's actually a very sad story, but it's very enlightening. He says to the people of Israel, he says, I kept sending you my servants, the prophets, who told you not to do these terrible things that I hate, that God hates. But you would not listen or pay attention. You would not give up your evil practice of sacrificing to other gods. And, and then this is the interesting part. He says, you yourselves see the destruction that I've brought upon Israel. Because at the time they were living, they were in Egypt. So he said, look, you see the destruction. Can't you see all this happened because that you turned away from God? But you know what the people said in reply? He says, they said to him, we refuse to listen to what you have told us in the name of the Lord. The people said, we refuse to listen to you, what you have told us in the name of the Lord. And then they said, we will do everything that we said we would. We will offer sacrifices to our goddess, the Queen of Heaven. And we will pour out wine offerings to her, just as we, our ancestors, our king and our leaders used to do in the towns of Judah. This is so blind. This is blindness to the extreme. That God is trying to, to, to set them on the right path. And when He sent His prophets, and even the Lord Jesus Christ Himself, they couldn't see at all. The great news for us though, is that God can open our eyes. God can open our eyes if we repent. If we repent. And He wants to open our eyes like this blind man. He wants to fill us with His peace. One of the verses that we say in the Great Lent that is from the Scripture says, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds and your eyes through Christ Jesus our Lord. Add eyes to it. like Guard your hearts and your minds and your eyes in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I think this is the reason that our Lord Jesus Christ, He came and took flesh. He came and took flesh. He said, I came to be the light of the, the world. He came to be the light of the world. He wanted us to see Him. He wanted us to see Him. He wanted us to return from our wickedness. He came to give, give light to the world. As we approach this glorious feast of the resurrection, let us ask God to really open our eyes and take away this blindness that the Pharisees, the parents, and many of the world is dealing with blindness and social conformity. We ask Him to open our eyes, to remove our blindness, and to soften our hearts so that we can live a life of repentance and joy. And glory be to God forever. Amen.